loyal viewers, readers, and listeners. Welcome to another segment of Verse of the Day. And today's verse is Psalm 23, 6. And it says, Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And they will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. David wrote this psalm not early in his life, as we so often imagine. But he wrote it towards the end of his life. Which means that David is reflecting back on how God has been a good shepherd to him. And is pointing out to us how God can be our good shepherd also. So in this passage, the verb pursue is commonly used for attackers. But here, the Lord's goodness and faithful love, which are referring to covenant benefits, personified as the ones who chased David throughout his life. And the phrase, as long as I live, represents the Hebrew for the length of days, as the equivalent to the parallel all the days of my life. Though some translate this as forever, it is nowhere else used that way, but always refers to one's earthly life. And the word dwell in Hebrew is yashava, is similar to the word for return in Hebrew shuf. In this verbal form, it differs only in the vowels. It is possible that the request is to return to the sanctuary of the Lord throughout one's life. The preposition in <coughs> are used for the idea of dwell. Either way you choose to interpret the word dwell or the phrase all the days of my life and as long as I live. <coughs> David is telling us something even more important. David is t- David is telling us that we are only a temporary resident, a guest living in this world. It is why he wrote, "I dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live." The David, the house of the Lord, was the temple in Jerusalem, which was a man-made structure that was not going to last forever. And thus, today, the house of the Lord is our physical bodies, which was designed to not last forever. David was pointing out that his true home was not a temporary structure, made not to last forever, but his true home was with God in a place that will last forever, and with a body that will last forever. And the same is true for us today. The sooner we realize that this world is not our home, we have citizenship elsewhere, making us ambassadors of that place that we have citizenship to. And these physical bodies that we're worrying and fret over are just a temporary housing for us while we are living in this world as guests. So David knew he was going to a better place when his time dwelling in the house of the Lord was done here on earth. Dwelling in the temporary structure that God had made, that God had allowed to be made on earth, and dwelling in that temporary structure that was his physical body. <coughs> How did David know this? He knew this because he had put his faith and trust in his Lord and his God for most of his life. And the same holds true for you. If you 
place your faith and trust in God, then you too will receive the promise of a better place when your temporary residency here on earth is at an end. And the way you do that is very simple and easy. Pray this simple prayer. Dear God, I know that my sin has separated me from you. Thank you that Jesus Christ died in my place. I ask Jesus to forgive my sin and come into my life. Please begin to direct my life. Thank you for giving me eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. That concludes our verse of the day. Now we're going to move on to our last segment in our discussion of the fall or sin. And today's topic is what are the lasting consequences of sin. <coughs> Before we can get into that, we're going to look at three or four passages of scripture that tell us what the lasting consequences of sin are. So Romans 5.12 says, Therefore just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through a sin, in this way death spread to all people, because all sinned. Then 1 Corinthians 6.9-10 says, Don't you know that the unrighteous will not inherit God's kingdom? Do not be deceived. No sexually immoral people, idolaters, adulterers, or males who have sex with males, no thieves, greedy people, drunkards, verbally abusive people, or swindlers will inherit God's kingdom. Galatians 5, 19-21 says, Now the works of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatreds, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and anything similar. I am warning you about these things, as I warned you before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then James 1, 13-15 says, No one undergoing a trial should say, I'm being tempted by God, since God is not tempted by evil, and he himself doesn't tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when he is drawn away and enticed by his own evil desire. And after desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. So all of these point towards the answer to our question, what are the lasting consequences of sin? And that answer is our sin has separated us from God and brought us under corruption, guilt, and God's holy wrath. Have you ever heard the analogy that God is like an electrical outlet? <laughs> Imagine for a moment, God is our source of power. If we are a lamp, then we must be, then we have to be plugged into the outlet to get the electricity. If we are not plugged into the source of power, we won't be connected to the electricity and won't be able to give light to the room. God is holy and he is our source of life and power. We can only experience that power to the extent that we're growing in our relationship with God through Christ and loving his people. If we are growing in our relationship with God, then we're plugged into his life and power. We will be full of light and will shine on those around us. But on the flip side, if we walk in darkness and sin, if we turn away from God, then we will be unconnected to that source of life and power. Our light will flicker and grow dim. That's the ultimate danger with sin. Not only will we not have a relationship with our Heavenly Father who loves us, but we will eventually begin to lose our sense of life, of His life in us. Sin separates us from God, 
and God is our source of life. By God's grace, we might be able to continue unconnected from Him for a while, but we won't last like this forever. That's why we always have to remember the seriousness of sin. Sin separates us. Sin threatens to separate us from our only source of His life, of life and power, God. Think about the things that separate you from God, the source of your life and power. Then ask God to reconnect you back to Himself. <laughs>